0: Welcome to VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards, a daily podcast bringing you an inside look at the Vegas Golden Knights' 2023 Stanley Cup playoff run. I'm Justin Russo with the Golden Knights on Friday, May 26th, and last night the VGK fell in overtime of Game 4 to the Dallas Stars by a score of 3-2. Vegas had their first opportunity to end the series yesterday, but now we will come back home to the Fortress tomorrow for another crack at eliminating the Dallas Stars in Game 5. The Golden Knights had leads of 1-0 and 2-1 in Game 4, but both were erased by goals from Dallas' Jason Robertson, who was up to four goals in the series. In overtime, it was Joe Pavelski who got the winner for Dallas just over three minutes into the extra frame on a Stars power play. Now, though it wasn't the result the Knights were looking for in Game 4, they still have a healthy 3-1 lead in this series. And in addition... They get to come back to the friendly confines of T-Mobile Arena tomorrow for another shot at ending the series. A number of storylines to cover from Game 4, so today we turn it over to Dan Duba and Gary Lawless for their reaction right after the final buzzer.
1: The series continues. The Golden Knights will have a chance to clinch on home ice. In the ninth series, they have clinched prior. Two were in the Edmonton bubble. We throw those out four have been on the road including all three in 2018 in Edmonton earlier this year three times they have coached at T Mobile Arena against Minnesota and Colorado in twenty twenty one and against Winnipeg this has been a terrific run for the Golden Knights five consecutive wins coming into this one the Stars having lost three in a row in the regular season they lost three consecutive games only twice the first time all three were in overtime back in January then they had a five game losing streak they were 0 3 and 2 in mid February and they had not lost consecutive games here in the playoffs but now they have uh, in regulation now they have halted their three-game skid. They have one on home ice to extend the series, but they are still trailing in the series three games to one. They got goals from the players that you needed to step up in the absence of Evgeny Dodonov, and also, of course, their captain, Jamie Benn. They get two from Jason Robertson, who has four goals in the series. Hence again, Saucers a hard pass for Haskins. He shoots, tipped at the side of the goal, and a same Rebound, they score! Tie game. Kellen made an initial save to his left, but he could not secure it. Jason Robertson slams it into the vacated goal. Going after the puck, Domi tracks it down, feeds left, and a shot hits the post. Rebound goes right side, Hockenpot, his shot saved. Bouncing around to the left wing side, in the middle of drive, wide, rebound, they score! It is Robertson, he ties it. Second of the day, 2-2 two, two game, 2.39 to go in the second. After getting only two in the previous two rounds, 46 in the regular season, and then, of course, Joe Pavelski. If you had to pick somebody on the star's side, even though he hadn't scored in the series, I think a lot of people would have guessed Joe Pavelski. And across the line, a tie-up, a diving centering pass out in front. Sliding save, and it goes behind. Hill sprawls out, now in the middle. Extra pass, a shot, they score! Pavelski! Stars win it overtime! Joe Pavelski, the veteran. The Stars say, we don't need another hero. Pavelski's fourth career overtime
2: playoff goal. Well, just the opportunity for Pete DeBoer to throw those guys over the boards with a player down it. This, their power play was tremendous against Minnesota in their opening round. Real good against Seattle, and then it cooled off a little bit in this series. But two goals on the man advantage tonight, one goal on the man advantage in the last game, and uh, Golden Knights got to stay in the box.
1: Dallas was nine for 24 in the first round, four for 17 in the second round, and they are now three for nine in the third round not nearly as many power plays but of course they've only played four games and the Knights have been good staying out of the box 3-2 the final score and Gary wouldn't you know that that streak of the Knights scoring three goals well it doesn't end they only scored two today in their only previous losses in this postseason, they had scored exactly one but they have a remarkable record not only this year but in their franchise history only a few losses when scoring three goals. One of them, of course, we remember was against Joe Pavelski and the San Jose Sharks in that game seven, infamously so. But Joe Pavelski is the Dallas overtime hero in this one, making a winner out of Jake Ottinger. And while the odds are very much still on Vegas's side, there is some life for Dallas, and that tension that everyone would have felt on the stars' side the last couple of days, especially with all the controversy uh, surrounding Jamie Benn. That this will be a much happier flight for the Dallas Stars. uh, Situation that the Golden Knights have faced before. Having been uh, facing elimination, you know what that feeling is like. Knights have not faced elimination here in this postseason, of course. But you know what that feeling is like to extend your season.
2: Pete D'Amore has hope. He's got he's got something to sell to his group, and you know the players that they put in tonight. Uh, Olafson had uh, had a good game. I thought that uh, Delandria De was okay. Kiv- Kiviranta was the other guy that went in, right? Kiviranta and Olafson. They didn't play the last game. and They played this game. That's correct. So they were uh, uh, they were both a little better, I think. Uh, uh, Olofsson made, made a, a couple of good plays had a really good chance to score and um, you know that's Dallas needs a little bit more from their depth in this series but they're big guys obviously you know huge night for Robertson huge night for Pavelski and Hints, who had been quiet uh, he, does he pick up an assist on the winner there Dan I don't know yeah I think he does he was well if he doesn't he was all around it on that shift that's that's for sure he's in so. and
1: hits yes hits, from yeah. pavelski at it's yep. a ninth of the playoffs for joe and the goal came at 318 of the overtime period second power play goal for the stars here today
2: vegas will fly back tonight i don't know what dallas's plans are what their travel plans are whether or not they brought their suitcases uh to the rink and, or if they're going to come probably come over tomorrow is is mike over to vegas is my guess yeah. uh,
1: tomorrow that would typically would be the move if the golden yeah. knights were in this situation the knights when they're home when they play yeah. a home game they yeah. travel the day after rather than immediately following a game at least in the stanley cup playoffs there's no back-to-back situation here no and you're going back in
2: time here right it, but you know even you know it's 10 o'clock here now only eight o'clock in, in vegas by the time the golden knights get on the plane you know, they'll they'll be home shortly after midnight tonight so uh, uh, they can get a good rest uh, and they'll have uh, a, a pretty loose day tomorrow. And then uh,
1: Saturday, we're playing hockey Five at o'clock. the Fortress.
2: Yeah. 5
1: p.m. Start local. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And we have mentioned this a few times. It is worth pointing out that while you figure tickets are not available, there usually are releases of tickets that had not been previously available. You have different parties involved, yeah. the league and sponsors, and they set some tickets aside for those folks. But oftentimes, not all of those tickets are going to be utilized. And then the Golden Knights take those tickets and make them available to the general public. So you might think the tickets aren't available. It's entirely possible, and I would say quite likely, that additional tickets will be made available for Game 5, which, again, is coming up on Saturday and then if necessary game six would be back here in Dallas on Monday the 29th that would also be a five o'clock game and then looking further ahead if game seven is necessary it would be on the 31st of May that Wednesday back at T-Mobile Arena so every other day throughout the series no extra days off Thursday Saturday Monday Wednesday if the series were go to the distance of seven games the nhl has just
2: made it official the 2023 stanley cup final will open either wednesday may 31st or saturday june 3rd and it it hinges on if the golden knights win the western conference final in five games game one of the 2023 stanley cup final will be on wednesday may 31st if the western conference final is decided in six or seven games game one of the stanley cup final will be on saturday june 3rd so for the florida panthers you're, you'd actually if you're the panthers you you would probably be now be hoping that the series ends saturday if not it's almost 10 days between games for them which is uh, at this time of the year that's a long break if it were to go past Saturday, yeah if it yeah. goes if past it saturday, to six then, then, uh,
1: then you're talking about 10 days between games yeah and yeah. in addition if uh One way or another, should the Golden Knights advance, there's going to be a game in Las Vegas on June 3rd. Whether it's game two, should the Knights close it out on Saturday, it'd be Wednesday, Saturday. But if not, as you said, Gary, if the series gets extended, then it would be game one on Saturday the 3rd. Saturday the 3rd was the originally scheduled tentative start date for the Stanley Cup final. But if you have series end as early as the Eastern Conference did and potentially the West might be then they want to move it up to not have too much time in between and by the way if a miracle happens and dallas wins this series they would have home ice advantage as well better record than the florida panthers so the western conference team will be the home team in the stanley cup final whether it's vegas up in the series three games to one or dallas needing obviously three consecutive wins after this one to, uh, to advance. And again, you're wondering about the numbers. We told you this earlier. The numbers are still very much on the Golden Knights side in NHL history. It's happened 205 times. Team with a 3-0 series lead and a 201-4 record. 98% when a team takes a 3-0 series lead. Alec Martinez and the Kings experienced being down 3-0. First round in 2014. San Jose Sharks were the opposing team in that series. Kings were down 3-0, won it in seven. Then in the second round against the Ducks, they were up 2-0, fell behind 3-2, won it in seven. Then in the third round against the Blackhawks, down 1-0, up 3-1. They tied the series 3-3 and then won it in seven. That was the memorable Game 7 Alec Martinez, overtime winner. And then in the Stanley Cup final, they were up 3 zip against the Rangers, won it in five. Again, Alec Martinez had that game-winning goal in overtime. Two overtime winners for Alec Martinez during that 2014 run. An amazing finish. Not only uh, get overtime goals to clinch series, It's Alec Martinez, who doesn't do a ton of goal scoring, but two of the most memorable goals in recent playoff memory. But that was a team that was down 3-0 in the first round against San Jose. And they went to seven games in the first, second, and third round before closing it out in the Stanley Cup final in five games.
2: And the messaging will be of, we'll have already started in both dressing rooms. The Golden Knights will be talking about, you know, this was the, this, th- that fourth win is the hardest one to win. There's a reason why we built the 3-0 lead. Now we have to take advantage of it. We've, uh, we've, let, we've, get, we've, we've used one of our credits let's uh, but we get another chance here it, Bruce Cassie said it really well in prior to game six in the Edmonton series Jay Woodcroft was uh, was positioning that the pressure was all on the Golden Knights in game six and Bruce's response to that was well either way we're going back to Vegas to play a hockey game either to play game seven in that series or to play game one. Of this series. It turned out it was game one. So, and Bruce could have said the exact same thing uh, today. Either way, we're going home to Vegas to play a hockey game. So, uh, they are 5 p.m. at the Fortress. So, uh, that's an an interesting time. That gives you an opportunity to get down early and enjoy all the activations around uh, Toshiba Square. And then, after the game... You know, the game, if it doesn't go to overtime, you know, five games over at 7.30, you can go and have a nice dinner on the Strip, so come early, stay late, as Golden Knights president, Kerry Buboltz,
1: always likes to remind <laughs> yeah, that's us. Right. Get there early with all the traffic problems, of course. Again, yeah. the final score here in overtime, Dallas Stars 3, Golden Knights 2. They win Game 4, forcing a Game 5 in Vegas on Saturday. One more historical note. Not the first time Pete DeBoer, has coached a team to an overtime win in the playoffs on this date. 11 years ago. Today, Game 6, Devils, Rangers, overtime. Adam Henrique, it's over, sending the Devils to the 2012 Stanley Cup Final. Pete DeBoer's first year as the head coach of the Devils. They would lose to Alec Martinez, Jonathan Quick. And the L.A. Kings. I was
2: in the building when the Kings
1: won that game. Their first ever Stanley Cup. And then they did it again two years later, as we just told you all about. So Adam Henrique, 11 years ago today, the overtime winner for the Devils against the Rangers. And now here, one of his favorite players of all time had him with the Sharks and has him here in Dallas. Fourth career overtime playoff goal for Joe Pavelski in career playoff game 180. Clutch as it gets. The numbers. The winning goaltender, Jake Ottinger, his first win of the series, stops 37 saves on 39 shots. All were at even strength. The loss goes to Aiden Hill. He makes 39 saves on 42 shots on the power play. Two out of four at even strength. Hill stopped 37 out of 38. Ottinger in the playoffs now, 9-8. Hill is 6-2. Stars avoid becoming the first team in NHL history to lose five consecutive overtime games in the same playoff. Stars of the game, Aiden Hill is the game's number three star. Joe Pavelski, the number two star. Jason Robertson with a pair of goals, the game's number one star. Time of the game was two hours and 42 minutes. A crowd of 18,532 at American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas.
0: Well, not the result that Vegas wanted, but it's not the end of the world for the Golden Knights, as Dan and Gary were illustrating in their post-game comments. A close overtime loss for Vegas to a desperate Dallas Stars team on the road, no less. Bruce Cassidy knows his team needs to be better, but he's not too concerned with how Game 4 transpired.
3: Well, they're a good team, and, and it's, a, it's a third overtime game in the series, so I, I'm not... There's always things we'll look at. As I said, our breakout execution is its it support. Um, where, you know, where we get into our areas, so we'll look at that, but, I mean, they're a good team too, right, so that's going to happen, they have good players, their top players, finish plays for them tonight, um, and uh, when that happens, uh, good things happen to your team, and that's what you got to guard against, that, you know, those guys don't get excited, now excited to play, you know, get them going, so you're always, you know, concerned about that, that uh, that'll spark their team, but at the end of the day, I don't think there's one area, like I said. They were more competitive than us early. We, we got through that. It's 2-2 two, two going into the third. Like I said, could have went either way from there. And they probably felt the same way about the first two games as well. So that's the way it goes sometimes.
0: One of the causes for optimism from game four has to be the play of Aiden Hill. Fresh off of his shutout in game three, he came back and stopped 39 of 42 shots in game four and made timely saves to keep Vegas in the game. Harley down to the circle. He's getting it again. to the right of shot. Oh! And a
1: stop by Hill with the glove. Robertson at the right dot. The lefty trying to go top right corner. Hill flashes his mitt for the big save. Stars break in on the left, feed to the right. Domi shoots, Blocker save. And now Domi steals a pass intended for Smith. Domi is in, feeds right, a shot, saved by Hill. Like a brick wall to his left. Stars get it away. Hints for Pavelski, Leaves his man in. Olofsson closing. He is stopped by Hill. Stayed with him the whole way.
0: That last save you just heard on Frederick Olofsson came in the waning moments of the third period and was one of the star's best chances all night. Hill, though, came up strong, and that helped send Game 4 to overtime. Coach Cassidy praised Hill's play last night, as did two of his teammates in Riley Smith and Jonathan Marcheseau.
3: He was excellent. Uh, Can't fault him on any of the goals. Um, Did a real nice job for us. Timely saves, especially early on. You know, I stuff around the front of the net, I thought he was doing a good job with. And I thought Ottinger was good for them too. He made some, you know, he made some big saves and key moments for them where we could have extended leads and and uh, that's what you need from your goalie. So I, I think both guys were, were very good tonight. We didn't unfortunately get to test him in, in, in overtime and uh, they did. Yeah, he's awesome. He's, uh, he's really calm and collected back there. So um, we couldn't be more confident having him um, as our last line of defense, and he's done a great job. So uh, he's a big reason why we're here. We, we give them way too many chances. I thought Halsey made unbelievable save all along the game. And it's not fair to, he's been so good for us. It's not fair to let him like that in that situation. So uh, uh, yeah, we learned from it tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Tomorrow's a new day, wake up and get ready for game uh, five.
0: So the Golden Knights looking to turn the page to game five, and attempt to finish the series tomorrow. As you heard Dan mention earlier, expect some holds to be released on tickets to Game 5, which means there will likely still be an opportunity for you to grab tickets to tomorrow's game and cheer on the Knights as they look to win the Western Conference Final. Go to VegasGoldenKnights.com for tickets, and we hope to see you at the Fortress tomorrow. Game starts at 5pm, but as always, we encourage you to come early so that A, you can avoid the traffic delays with Frank Sinatra Drive restricted at the moment, And B, so you can have some fun on Toshiba Plaza, enjoying all the festivities ahead of Puck Drop. So again, head to VegasGoldenKnights.com for tickets to tomorrow's Game 5 of the Western Conference Final. Before we head out, I'll remind you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a moment of the team's quest for the Stanley Cup right here on VGK Today. Tomorrow, Darren Millar joins us as we prepare for Game 5 of the Western Conference Final between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars. Justin Russo signing off for Episode 40 of VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards.